Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. Welcome to Thrive Radio. I'm your host, Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Bob Risch. He is an executive business coach and consultant. He is helping executives with thought transformation through innovative ideas, systems, and processes, resulting in a clear starting point and a designation for their business. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So how did you become a business coach and a consultant? That's my favorite question. I get asked that quite often, and I love ask, answering that because it really started back in high school before I even knew it. My basketball coach came up to me, and he put his arm around me, and he said, Bob, I think you'd make a great wrestler. And when I heard that, I thought, okay, I'll go wrestle, and I went and wrestled. But what I didn't realize is he actually told me that I was no good at basketball, and he put me in some another place that I was okay. And, and, I, and I didn't think much about that, and then, of course, I you go to college, and My very first job, I built telephone systems for U.S. West. And I remember my boss coming up to me and telling me, I think you need to go in the classroom and train clients and and train customers. Again, they were telling me the same thing. Working with your hands is not your thing. That's where I thrived. And I I remember when I was in the classroom, this is where I wanted to be. And everything I did since then, everything I do, I end up in the classroom. I end up training through corporate. Now in my own company, I'm able to do it every single day. And I'm able to take what I know how to do and help other people become better. And what makes me a great coach and a consultant is I get more excited to watch other people sell and get more, become more successful than actually my sales myself. And I remember when I was in the insurance industry, I would get so excited when I made a sale. But what I found was I got more excited when I watched other people make a sale. And I believe that's what makes me a great coach because every single day I get to do that, watch other people become more successful and know I had a part of that. What is a definition of a good business coach and what should business owners look for when they're out there looking for a coach? I'd say the first thing to do is get on my link tree, uh, caveatcoach.com. And there is a tab on there that says what to look for in a business coach. And that's so important because there are so many people out there that believe they're a coach or they're coaching, and they really have no idea what they're doing or even how to help somebody. Just because you have been in business doesn't make you a great coach. What makes you a great coach is that passion to help somebody else become more. Anybody can become successful, but not significant. But when you're significant, you're always successful. And a great coach has more passion in helping someone else become significant. And the reason I put that gift for you on my website, uh, what to look for in a business coach, is those are eight parameters that every business coach should possess. So look at that. Whether you, Whoever you're looking for, those are great questions to ask and make sure that every coach is qualified to make sure that they not only understand you, uh, they have passion for your success, they give you hope, they give you accountability, but most of all, the question is, are they really that trusted advisor that is really there to help you not only become successful, but become significant? What is one way that business owners should think differently about time and networking? I love this because one of our... Uh, greatest uh, systems and processes is our priority management system. And it teaches people how to become more productive and less busy. And we have been taught how to be busy, but we haven't been taught how to be productive. And one of the keys I can give you today is time is a constant. And if anybody tells you that you can manage time, they're lying to you because you can't manage a constant. We have a sunrise and a sunset each and every day. And what you do between those 
is the what you prioritize to make sure that you get the most bang for your buck. So when we talk about priorities, it's a little bit different than being busy. Busy is all about spinning your wheels and making sure you do a lot where true productivity is not about activity. It's about doing the right things at the right time to help you get where you need to be. And our priority management class that we teach each and every week helps people remove busy and become more productive by using the time and getting the most investment out of their time each and every day. Let me ask you this. What are one or two ways that you have seen people waste time? What are some of the top things that they've done that they're actually wasting time? We talk about two principles. We've heard the first one over and over in our life. Insanity. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Whereas success and significance is doing the same thing over and over, expecting the same results. So many times people are doing the same things over and over again, expecting something different, but they're not changing the way they think. And they're focused on activity. They're almost embarrassed or they're almost feel bad if they're not always doing something, which is at Caveat Institute, one of the things we help people is balance their personal and their professional lives. And what the reason that so many people go into business is because they want to have that personal life. They want to have that life. And what they find, it takes over everything. What we want to do is make that balanced where they where we're focused on productivity is not necessarily doing something. Productivity is doing the right things at the right time for the right reason. If there's someone out there that's listening and they're afraid of the effort, you know, there's a lot of people that say this where you know, they uh, don't want to work as much or they're just, you know, it's a little bit overwhelming and they're afraid to put in that effort um, to get the results that they want. What would you say to them? Uh, Give me a call. And whether it's me or somebody else, you want to find yourself a really good coach because they're going to be able to ask you those questions that nobody else will. It's fear. And what fear does is fear will allow you and convince you to settle for less. They will make, it'll, fear will make you say things like, oh, I didn't really want that, or this is not something I wanted in the first place, or I'm okay where I am. And we talk about how disappointment, one of the things that helps people reduce resistance is increasing disappointment. They get so wrapped up into their disappointment that they get to the point that they don't want it anymore, that it becomes to the point that they say, they say enough is enough. And that's one of the factors that helps us release resistance. One of the things that fear does is fear brings down disappointment in the sense that it makes it go away that allows people to, or and also convinces people that where they're at is okay. There are so many people out there that have potential that they can reach for the stars and they choose not to because of fear. And I think that's one of the things that so many coaches and so many people today talk about is how to remove fear. Removing fear is not what you need to do. Removing fear is the wrong approach. Using fear to propel you into success and significance is the direction you need to go because it's always going to be there. And one of the other points that we talk about is the opposite of fear is complacency. When people no longer are experiencing fear when they get on stage, they say, I'm not afraid of anything. It's not necessarily that fear went away. They use complacency to mask it. And that's when apathy sets in. That's when mistakes set in. When I get on stage, I'm nervous. When I get on stage, that fear is there. I know what I want to say. I know how to speak. I know my content like the back of my hand, because I know my biggest fear is, will somebody walk away being more cloudy or more confused than when I leave? That's my biggest fear. 
because of that, I prepare. I be sure, I'm sure that everything is where it needs to be. So I am as clear and concise as I possibly can be to make sure that everybody understands my point. So when somebody comes up to me and they say, I disagreed with what you said, that's okay, because I understood what I had to say. And that's exactly where I want people to be is leaving anything that I, anywhere I'm speaking or coaching, I want them to leave clear and have the questions asked so they can make decisions where they need to make decisions. That's my ultimate goal. And fear will allow me to stay in the moment that I can make sure that that happens as best as I possibly can. I love that because I think you hit on uh, the nail on the head in that, especially when you're a business owner and you're and you step out for the first time, all of your fears <laughs> rise up. You know, all the ones, the, the deep-seated ones that generally stay dormant or come up once in a while, when you're out there and you are you go right into that zone of the unknown mm-hmm. and you do not know what to expect and you have all of this proven things that you knew what to expect, even if you're miserable okay. and, it, and it's so easy to go, I'm just going to run back to the misery because I prefer misery over the uncertain. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and that misery, sometimes people believe that that's the safety net and it isn't. It's actually the trap. Yes, it's so true because, yeah, you can't you don't control anything mm-hmm. at all. So many say that they want to be a millionaire and this is all over the Internet all the time. There's always somebody out there, you know, the next big millionaire sharing millionaire ideas, all this kind of stuff. And let's talk about, though, the the reality of it. Mm-hmm. They they say that they want to be a millionaire, but what kind of work ethic does that take to accomplish that? The same. Their millionaire dreams need to be matched with their millionaire effort. And so often we hear uh, people selling the millionaire dream by following it up with, it only takes three hours a week. You can, oh, you can do this your part-time and have those dreams. And the reality is it brings their millionaire dreams down into with because of fear, it brings them down into they quit, they stop trying because they they become defeated. And this is where I love to talk about, you know, a lot of industries that we what we call about, we talk about a lot of $12,000 year millionaires. There's a lot of people that are making $12,000 a year, but they're acting like the millionaire because they think that's the way they're supposed to act. In reality, they're going broke. The reality is you need to have millionaire dreams, absolutely, but you need to have that millionaire effort. And if you don't have though that team around you that can help you maintain that and teach you how to do that, what happens is both of them drop. Uh, the same thing is true when people have millionaire effort, but they have a poverty of dreams where they don't have any dreams, it'll eventually bring that effort down. Both of them have to be up here. So I say the same the same energy you put into that millionaire dream, put that same energy in that that millionaire effort. Let's talk about um, life balance. Is it possible? And if so, what are your top tips? Absolutely, it is possible. I live it every day. And the reason is, it's not that you have everything that you want. It's not that you have everything. It's really in here. That's where it starts. Because there are so many people out there that have the boats, they have the cars, they have the homes, they have the everything but they're not happy. They don't really have anything. And what we talk, what I talk about is I have three things in my life that everybody wants. And I have three things that if you have these three things, you're really living the life that you've always wanted. And the three things that I have is number one, I'm able to go to bed whenever I want. Number two, I'm able to get up whenever I want without an alarm. And number three, I get to take a nap whenever I want. 
And when I ask people what that sounds like, everybody says that sounds like vacation. And that's exactly what it is, is because I'm living the life that really I want to live. Yes, I work hard. I work smart. I work right. And I put a lot of time into my clients. At the same time, I'm able to scale my time or I spend my time with my family doing the things I wanted to do and also taking that nap each and every day. And it's really possible to have that balance. It's not about the things around you. It's not about the circumstance or the lack of circumstance. It's really how do you think in here? And we talk about at Caveat Institute is what you think is what you believe. What you believe is reflected in your actions and your actions will create a successful outcome despite the circumstances around you. Where so many people are focused on the wrong things and although that the solution is right in front of them, many times they don't see them. For an example, there's a you know I talk about the pothole in the road. So many people drive up to the pothole and their whole focus is how do I get across the pothole? They can't. They cannot get across the pothole. It is impossible. However, there's two ways around the pothole. They're not focused on the left or the right. They're focused on the pothole. Often those detours is where they really need to be because they will get them to their goals, but the opportunity is in the detours. Don't focus on the pothole, focus on the detours. And a lot of times that's why people are not balanced because they're focused on the pothole. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I absolutely agree with that too. I think you just described my perfect day and I don't feel guilty about it at all, but you know... I always say if I'm getting enough sleep, then I know that I am going all in on, you know, when I'm, when I'm working, I'm working as hard as I possibly can. And when I'm resting, I'm resting as as hard as I possibly can. It's a great way to put that. Absolutely. So what do you think has been your truth has gotten you this far in your journey? Really, uh, I would say number one is my faith. Uh, you know, everything I do is for the glory of God. And I do, I have a background in ministry. So I do a lot of things for a lot of churches and ministry. So I do go back. I do have my devotions every day. I, I spend that time with God each and every day. And, and everything that we teach is biblically based, whether it is in churches or in business. And the same truths are the same truths. Uh, how and, and I that's where my base is. That's where my focus is. Another truth is I practice what I preach, you know, and the, one of the things that I focus on is I, I get the question every day. Can you what kind of guarantee can you give me? And I say, I can guarantee that every one of my systems work. Everything I do works. Why? Because I use them. I can't guarantee somebody else's success. Only they can guarantee that. And that's one of the things I focus on is I don't take responsibility for other people's actions. I can only take responsibility for what I do. However, I can give people that opportunity. And then when we focus on two things, I tell people, not only do I do them every day and attempt to be the best I can, but also this is what I expect from others. And I always tell people what you expect from others, they will achieve to those expectations. I say, I can work with any, any, anybody as long as there's two things present. Number one, they need to be honest and they need to communicate. If they can be honest and communicate, I can work with anybody. And I always try to, not only do I give that advice, but I always try to heed that advice because it's really important. It's really important to be transparent. It's really important to be who you really are. And we talk about uh, one of the systems that we talk about here at Caveat is what business are you really in? And most people don't realize that. They think that they're in whatever business they're in, but they're really in 
another business that really is based on their passion, based on their vision, based on their mission. So we help people not only be honest with other people, but also be honest with themselves. But really, what is it that really motivates you? What is it that really gives you that passion? And that's one of the things you always really need to be in touch with. And that's really important not to lose that uh, with success and significance. Can you share some of your client success stories? Oh, I can go on forever on this. Uh, you can get on bobrish.com, my website, and see um, a lot of stories uh, under success stories on my website. We have the construction company that started out at $40,000 of profit per year, and they ended at $40 million just 10 years later. Uh, we have the stories of you know the one person who said, I really want to be a business owner. And he uh, said, uh, he goes, I really want this. But he, was, he had a 40-hour-a-week job. And I said, actually, I told him no about four years ago. I said, I'm not the right coach for you. And he said, please coach me. And I said, I don't really think that you're really where I need to be. And he goes, I'm giving you half my salary. The commitment was there. I took him on. Today, he's in his own company and no longer working for anybody else. And the company he was working with is now a client. You know, he always says, you know, look what you did for me. And I said, no, I didn't. You did that. I just stood behind you and encouraged you. You know, it's about the uh, the business owner that is just, you know, they, one of my favorite stories is it's not about money because it's not always about money. And we had a business owner that was losing his family, that he was working nonstop. And he was one of these people that could just pretty much hire more people and make more money. He pretty much almost printed. He was making so much money, but he was losing his family. And one of the things that we're able to do is help him prioritize his time to the point that he can take two vacations a year. And what we did is we kept him accountable to make sure he took two vacations a year to be with his family. And that's the one thing that we did each and every year was just keep him accountable. And probably even though that money really wasn't an issue, Taking that time and being more balanced really changed his life because it wasn't about the things that was around him. It was about the relationships that was within his life. And we really were able to help him do that. You know, we can go on and on about how people went from this, this amount of money to this amount of money. And we can do, say, talk about those stories all day long. My favorite success stories is when people went from successful to significant, when they went from what I'm doing for my own self to what I'm doing for other people. And it's great to watch people that started out with a passion to start in business and they ended up serving their community in, in, in bigger fashion. So those are some of my, my, my most proud stories that I'm able to share. Uh, there's many more on my website. If you get on my website, there's more that you can read about as well. So thank you for asking that. I could talk about those all day long. Yeah. So if you're able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out, what would it be? Uh, get a coach. You know, get get right. the right book for you. And I and I get I, it's funny. We I also own a retail store. It's a mail store, and we do uh, mailboxes, and we do a lot of business needs through our store in Surprise, Arizona. It's called the Office Toolbox. And, and it's funny. I see people all the time. They walk in, and they're so proud that they're getting ready to start a business. And they say the first two things that you need to do to start a business is get a mailbox and get business cards. And, you know, and, and I have to chuckle at that because those are probably the last two things you need to get. But <laughs> right. it's really about putting that team together because being a great business owner, being a great leader, is not about doing it alone. It's about doing it with a team. When you have the right people around you, they will help elevate you. And, and great leaders don't do it alone. Great leaders do it with the team and they put people around them that many times are more successful than they are. It's not about what you do alone. It's about what you do within the team. And I think that's very important. 
So our, if there's somebody that's listening and they would love to find out more about your programs and work with you, what's the best way to contact you? Best way to contact me is caveatcoach.com. That's my link tree. There's all of my information on there. My website, you can write, I'll put information in there. I'll, I'll call you back. You can uh, get on my email. Uh, it tells you a little bit more about me. It has our websites. It has videos on there. It has all kinds of resources on there that you can plug into. So really just caveat. Uh, coach.com. You can also get a hold of my web, my uh, podcast, which is here's the caveat.com. Uh, there's over 130 episodes on there that are all about as leadership essentials for today's leader. So you can get on my website, get on my podcast. Uh, caveat coach will give you access to all of those things. Perfect. And I'll put all those links down below. Bob, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise in business coaching. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. And if you're listening, you want more information about our podcast and upcoming shows, you can visit a call to thrive.com. Thank you everyone and have a wonderful week.